Hi, this is Marcus, just outside taking a walk, just to let you know, if you head over to modernartisrubbish.com, you can see the images of the works that we discuss in this show. Welcome to episode number 30-something. Of Modern Art is Rubbish. That's my line. Of Modern Art is Rubbish, Tom. That's my line. Okay, well, let me do the... Welcome to episode number (laughs) (laughs) 30-something. Yeah, so, um, Tom... On Friday, it's Sunday today when we're recording this, on Friday we went to two shows, didn't we? Yeah. Went to the MA show at... Uh, Brighton Uni, yeah. and then to Kelly Miller. Kelly Miller Gallery. Yeah. Kelly Miller Gallery. I can't yeah, say yeah. <laughs> Red Lolly, Yellow Lolly, Kelly Miller Gallery. Kelly Mi- Miller Gallery. Yeah. Kelly Miller Gallery. Yeah, it's not actually that difficult to say, but I just managed to no, turn. it's quite difficult. Yeah. Kelly Miller Gallery. Yeah, it's yeah. a really good gallery in <laughs> Brighton, actually. Um, yes, yeah, so we went to two shows. Uh, I think we should mention the first one we went to, which is at the Kelly Miller Gallery. And Kelly Miller w- was there, so yeah, we yeah. met her, and she's a lovely uh, host, wasn't she? Yeah, yes, really good. And uh, the exhibition was about London to Brighton. It's just really interesting because they had photos that were what I would call composites. So basically, at first you think they look like paintings, and then you realise it's kind of like photos put on top of other photos, and it's pictures of street scenes. So uh, the photos create an effect of almost, I suppose, a bit like when you look through a window and you see the reflections. Yeah, or like when you're out on the town and you've already had quite a few. Yeah. And there's the street lights. <laughs> you're in the city and everything's slightly hazy. Yeah, I, that, I, that I, ca- I can't remember. It's been so long since I drank. Yeah, I can't remember either. <laughs> <laughs> and also there was some really nice... Uh, paintings local paints of Brighton what I liked about it was that this guy who paints uh, images around Brighton so what are the names of these there were two artists oh, oh yes yes there? yes the two artists and one's called Rick Ward and he did the photos and the other one the painter which is called Mark Gooderham and he did paintings of around Brighton and what's really interesting as well is that there's quite a lot of graffiti so he includes all the graffiti in his uh, paintings as well. So it's quite a, a modern kind of uh, sort of snapshot of what Brighton looks like painted. Yeah, so it was quite accurate, wasn't it? Because yeah, yeah. we recognised lots yeah. of the streets and the scenes. Yeah, so I recommend checking that out. But what was disturbing, without naming names, Tom, speaking to someone there who listens to the podcast, apparently they listen to us just before they go to sleep. I'm not sure that's a really good thing. Well, we what we should do then is we should do a sleep sound piece for the end of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, so for in her particular case, she can get that like that calm sleep yeah, feeling. Yeah, because yeah, because my my concern <laughs> is is if you you know I did this once. I was watching a horror film just before I went to bed. Now the thing is, I thought, well, this is a bit too horrific. So what I did was um, I just stopped watching it. And of course, what happens is, is in my sleep, I am. Um, you finished the film. I, I finished the film <laughs> without going too graphic, because obviously I'm aware that who, and you know, I don't know who's listening, but 
uh, let's just say that uh, there was a lot of people in it with uh, separation issues. All right. Well, that's quite common in human beings, isn't it? Well, I'm, I, I'm trying to put it <laughs> polite. I don't mean quite that way. What I mean is, is they didn't like being separated from their limbs. From the, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So have you had any nightmare dreams? Um, nightmare dreams? Not for a while. So I th- have you ever gone to bed watching something and wish you hadn't? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can honestly say I've never done that. Oh, no. Well, maybe I've gone to bed... Uh, I've stayed up late to watch something and been tired the next day and then wished I hadn't watched it. Oh, but it didn't invade your... Invade my uh, well-being. Your, your sleeping my life. Sleep, my sleep vibe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, so on to the Brighton MA show. Uh, really good as usual and there was quite a lot to see wasn't there this time yeah so there was 20 something artists some we had to look at pretty much all of them and we we wanted to see elizabeth e didn't we because we'd spoken to her beforehand she's a really interesting artist who's done the we looked at a couple of her works and the first piece she did was a um how to describe it it was a filing cabinet four drawers yeah four drawers did you count the drawers um, yeah, because yeah. it was like the top drawer was like called people who've pissed me off A to G. Or, yeah. And then the second drawer was people who've pissed me off G to yeah. M or something yeah. and, and further down. Yeah. I, I like stuff that's yeah. alphabetical. It always pleases me. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just to explain with this piece, um, coming out of the uh, out of the filing cabinet was reams and reams and reams of printed <laughs> paper sort of like thin printed like receipts or something. yeah like almost like receipt paper yeah, and it was constantly like generating out. yeah and they had different names like for instance like trying to remember from memory uh herman goering hitler john galliano the designer you know it's just people generally that had upset the artist and the artist had me on it as well and i'm and What's she had burn? me and uh, no the, the word me so oh yeah, like oh, sorry, herself, she was yeah. talking herself. And then she also had uh, ex-boyfriends or family members or yeah. people she loved because George Michael's on there. I said, oh, why is George Michael on there? And she said, oh, because he died and I loved him so much. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, selfish. Yeah, so it was kind of like people who pissed her off doesn't necessarily mean she thought they yeah, were horrible yeah. people because there was people no, she no, loved no. on there, weren't there? You know, you didn't have to be an evil dictator to get on the list. You no, could it just helped. Be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so have you, got any, uh, have you got any names you'd have on the list? Um, Anyone that's upset you? I've got, I know. Uh, Do you know who upset me? I, I, I'm not a politician because I thought I could easily quite pick a, quite a few right, politicians. Yeah. That'd be a bit. The band Mini Vanilli. Oh, what with the, uh, the singer? They had a different singer, wasn't it? Yeah, well, basically that happened. For people who don't know Mini Vanilli, they were a band. It was like a duo. And their song, I believe, was Girl, You Know It's True. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I love you. That was their, one of their lines. And I, it was quite a you know, quite a catchy tune. And in the end, it turned out that... It was it, a massive hit. Yes. It sold millions yeah, in it, the days when singles could sell millions. And it turned out it wasn't them singing. It was a big scandal. Yeah. And that that upset me. I, I felt I felt betrayed. Oh, is that another Millie Vanilli song? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I felt, I felt quite upset, quite betrayed. I don't know, you no, didn't no, like no. it. Who was the singer on it? I don't care. 
You don't care. I don't care. I was betrayed. No, but you do care, obviously. I do. (laughs) (laughs) So you haven't got one that you are upset by? Um... I, I probably, I definitely have me on there. I think I, I up, I'm upset by myself more than I am anyone else in the world. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, don't let yourself down. Yeah. Is that a bad thing to say? No, it's not. You can, you can piss yourself off if you want. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, you are really irritating me now. What, but I haven't done anything. Look, this is not good enough, Tom. You're going to have to try a lot harder. Oh, no. And um, other Elizabeth Eid pieces I want to talk about. One, right, to describe it, it's uh, several sort of small sort of figurines. Seven. There were seven. seven. It was called G7, wasn't it? No, it's called Alpha to Omega was the name of the piece. Yeah, so seven seven figurines. Uh, I would describe them as figurines almost. But what were they made of? They looked like they're made of clay or they were like three D printed. Oh three D printed yeah, figures, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really interesting. And they're they're a top um sort of long wooden posts and they're the posts are placed in in a sort of like a mound of earth. Yeah, there's a wonderful sort of round shadow with the figures sort of reflected in it. They're all looking, so they're all on their like high, high perches, and they're yeah. all looking down. Yeah, it was kind of political, wasn't it? I thought it had a, uh, it had almost like a spiritual aspect to it. But, oh right, yeah. But yeah. also, I thought that they all had my haircut, which was quite interesting. Um, Do you think those guys looked a bit like me? I remember you saying it didn't occur to me at first. They like looked to me like sort of. Um, just blokes. Yeah, blokes, like, you know, sort of tribal leaders from the history of men. Tri- <laughs> history from the history of men. Yeah, from the history of men. Yeah, they were all men, weren't they? Yeah, they were. It was just like, yeah. It wasn't like they were, because current presidents, prime ministers, yeah. obviously there's exceptions all the way around, but they're not, like, slim. The, all these men were slim, so it made them look like they were from olden times. Yeah, funny now. Or fat people existed yeah, so much. It's funny, isn't it, now? Because uh, what people consider in good shape now is actually slightly overweight. Over, Even over the word overweight is kind of, it's, it's coming from somewhere already. Yeah, what do you it's mean almost, it's coming from? Well, it's like saying there's the a correct weight to be. No, well, there is. Yeah, well, it depends who's setting this correct weight. Is it correct weight by Instagram or correct correct weight oh, yeah. by the uh, medical profession? Yeah, well, by capitalism in general. I don't know. That's a lot of a lot of a criteria going on there. Yeah, well, they're all linked together, yeah. aren't they? But the funny thing is, is I think for artists, this is the thing I noticed. Is um, I don't know if you noticed, but there's a lot of artists that pose in front of their paintings, and they I saw one guy and he's got his like he's out there with his shirt off and six pack standing next to his hyper realist. Actually, really well painted picture, but he's almost looks like a looks like a fashion model. And it's almost like I wish I had a body like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> there was a scandal actually about yeah. a uh, an artist. Uh, apparently, they were saying that because she she has the same palette in front of every photograph. That was a scandal on the internet. Apparently. She has the same palette. With all the same paints, exactly the same in front of every picture, and she's posing. Like, oh, right, and yeah, they're yeah. you can't have been painting that picture because it's a different... Oh, right, yeah, it's a posed but picture, she, yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't. She had a pose, a posing palette. And she had a special posing palette. Yeah, because she's yeah. all made up and she all looks really cool and she wouldn't, you know, you, there's no way you'd paint like that in the, the way she looked. Right. 
Uh, hello, art supplies. How can I help you? <laughs> uh, yes, I'm. I'm after a posing palette, please. What do you want a posing palette for? <laughs> and what colours do you want on your posing palette? <laughs> well, I've got to pose next to uh, this painting, and I I want all the viewers to see that I've bloody painted it myself. So I need the colours to match exactly the painting. Uh, what is this painting you're talking about? Is it one of your finest works, sir? <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, Van Gogh Sunflowers. Yes. <laughs> Coming up, sir. <laughs> On to the next artist, which I would like to talk about, is a guy called Matt Redman. I like this. It's very bright in his piece. Now, so we went in there. We weren't. We didn't know Matt Redman when we no. went in there, but you were stra straight away taken by this particular bit of work. Yes. Yeah, yeah I was. I, I really liked it. I mean, to describe it, right? And, and again, as we always recommend, go to the website first so you can see it. But what it is is, is like a sort of a, a, there's a, there's noises of like games, games sort of like computer games, slot can, machines, slot machines, yeah. and. Uh, there's a sort of like a big barrel sculpture and it's got uh, colours on it, sort of like the red, blue and yellow sort of and orange. And then you've got like a, uh, next to it, you've got a spa stool and on the bar stool, there's a sort of like a, a cocktail made from resin. And the colours are actually the same as a train ticket, which is quite strange. And then also there's this wine bottle that's sort of like almost tipping over and then tipping back. So it's a kind of moving part just before something's about to fall is always more exciting than when it actually falls sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so if it, if it had the moment of it falling, it would just be a big pile of wine on the floor yeah. in this piece. <laughs> the, the idea behind this piece is that, you know, everything's really fun at seaside results, but there's always a sort of like another side to it. You know, the, the drink and also at the back of the piece is a lot of rubbish stuffed in the back of the sculpture, like sweet wrappers and stuff. Yeah. So when we were looking at it, you said to me, oh, I like this perpetual motion part of it. But actually, I think it's about hedonism. Yeah. You said that in my ear right yeah. before we met the yeah, artist. Yeah. Yeah. And then he said to us, oh, it's about Brighton. I yeah. wanted to make something about Brighton. Yeah. The work is actually called um, Dopamine Funland. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. So it is. So you were quite on the mark with that. Yeah. I think Don't Brighton is a bit of a dopamine fun land, though. Yeah, no, it is. It's, it's got a reputation for that, hasn't it? Yeah, there's a lot of hedonism, but I have to say, he, he's got it right with the rubbish, yeah. isn't it? When people go out at night and you see the amount of rubbish that's on the streets and stuff. Absolutely, yeah. It's quite depressing. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so the other thing I'd like to say about uh, Matt, he did a clock, and it's in colours now. I don't know if anyone's familiar with the artist Gilbert and George, the colours are quite similar to that. It's a round clock, and it's got uh, several faces on it, and it's backlit, and on, on the clock it's got like sort of images of beer and forks. It's a, it's a clock face. Uh, and it's got five circles arranged in a sort of cross shape in the centre, blue circles. Oh, like cogs almost. Yeah, almost like cogs, yeah, almost like cogs. And it's a clock that's designed to sort of measure the tide. Um, oh, right, yeah. yeah. It shows tidal 
changes. But what I quite like, and it's called Idle Alts. O-R-T-S. Oh, yeah. An alt is a scrap or remainder of food from a meal. Yeah, I really like this clock. It's, it's a tidal clock. When I looked at it, I saw tidal and I saw a beer, beer, uh, a beer glass and I thought, you know what, I, I thought about people that try to sort of like jump in the... Uh, Particularly if you're uh, one of the Buckley family. Who's the Buckley? Oh, Jeff Buckley. Oh, Jeff yeah, Buckley. Yeah, yeah. Did he drown in the, the musician? Yeah. He did. So you don't know the story of Jeff Buckley? Yeah, I do. I know, I know it roughly. Tell him, tell him what he was, wasn't he drunk and he went in the sea and he yeah, no not, one saw him again? Yeah, but he didn't jump off Brighton Pear, did he? Because there was that poor guy who jumped off Brighton Pear because he was celebrating the rugby. When win. he died? Yeah. Blimey. He Speaking of falling off the pier, did you see they, uh, they had like a forklift fell off the pier and went in the water. No one died, but a forklift fell off the pier. I don't know how they got that. How do you get a forklift out of the water? That's with quite a big with, job. With another forklift? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. An, an underwater forklift. Like yeah. An octo lift or something. Well, there must be like vessels that lift stuff on and off boats. And then what happens if uh, that vessel gets stuck? What do they get? An even bigger vessel. Yeah. I guess eventually you'd need just a big crane on the moon, wouldn't you? (laughs) (laughs) Right, the next one is an artist called Billy Laidlaw. Now, just to describe her work, it's uh, it involves a lot of uh, it's a kind of like a, 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 a it's a sculpture that's on sort of three legs and it's comprised of what looks like made of tights and rubber, uh, sort of like two cones, a conical shape, and um, and around the middle of this shape uh, is sort of hair, and it's quite smelly, wasn't it? A bit like the shape of the football World Cup, isn't it? And so it's about, was it a metre high? And it's got like sort of a hairs tied around the middle of it that look kind of a bit puby, don't they? Yeah. At the top of this sculpture, there is a uh, this is kind of like a liquid. And when you smell it... It's kind of had a rubbery smell, didn't it? Slightly, slightly man-made. Well, basically, it's <laughs> that kind of smell. It, it, the, the piece is called cassolette. It's a kind of like a, a place, you know, where they burn perfumes and oils uh, yeah oils the smell for me it's unpleasant but pleasant yeah it's nice to have smells in the art gallery that was good because she had another piece right next to it that had lavender is that the same artist yes what i really liked was the fact that it encouraged us and i went around sniffing a lot more artworks after that did you yeah you you know i did yeah yeah because we we were kind of encouraged to sniff Sniff, along yeah yeah. i I felt a bit odd yeah (laughs) it got got my sniffing going I don't know what that means. What does sniffing going mean? Oh, it's like back to hedonism, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. And this other piece that she did, which was called 32 Women, and it's sort of like lots of conical shapes uh, all in a line. Uh, they're covered in tights, donated lipsticks and lavender. And in the background, you can hear sight sounds of like women talking. And at the top of them, there was like, it was almost like a vagina at the top of them. They had these yeah. little bits when the lipstick was mm. stuck in them. Yeah. And then all there were smells coming out. Yeah, and it was used donated tights and donated lipsticks. You just know who the lipsticks are from, but they're donated for the piece. Yeah, they're all like half used, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Was there any shades that you particularly liked? 
Um, I, I wasn't looking at the lipstick colours like that, I suppose. Um, but yeah, there were some shades I thought felt stronger than others. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't know what I thought there, but there you go. But uh, and, yeah, I don't know what the names of the colours are. I, I really liked it. It really communicates the feminine in a... Has a lot of love for the, the female of the species. Yeah. I felt a lot of love in there. It was an, yeah, it was an experience, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's really good, really nice. I liked it. And I, and I just can't stop sniff, sniffing stuff now. We get overwhelmed by visual sense in galleries and it's interesting to cut through it with a, with a smell Yeah, as well. It kind of made the visuals more memorable because yes, I did. can remember it so clearly, mm. but it's the smells that you were really yeah. communicating. It was communicating yeah, yeah. to you through, wasn't it? Uh, yes, definitely, definitely. Okay, right, um, I think I think we need a quiz. We need a smell quiz. Yay! It's time for the smell quiz! <laughs> right, close your eyes. I'm going to do a smell quiz. Right, number one, first thing, smell quiz... Number one, right? Yeah, my eyes are shut. Shall I just keep them shut? Yeah. yeah. Right. What is that? Number one. I can't smell anything. Can you put it right up to my nose? What's a nose? Familiar. It's my finger. Oh. <laughs> right. Next one. I can't believe I described your f smell of your finger as familiar. <laughs> oh, that's it. Tom, no. <laughs> Right, next one. Close your eyes. Guitar. <laughs> what? Well, I heard it. <laughs> I smell through my ears. Oh, oh you've got synesthesia. <laughs> oh, no, we're not talking about that here. Right, next one. Well, it's kind of, sort of, I don't know, smoky. What do you think it is? Don't know. Oh. Sound insulation. See, my sense of smell is really bad. Smell anything. I could smell sound insulation. Smell. When did you last sniff sound insulation? Well, I sniff every day. I'm in here, man. I used to sniff soap. I used to sniff Camay. I, as a child, I used to walk around with bowls of Camay soap and sniff it. Right, yeah. Don't worry, I didn't grow up to be attracted to, uh, to older... Soap salesmen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we we had a t we had a selfie taken in a in a room. Have you got Part the image of it? Was oh, it on your phone? Is it? Yeah. Uh, no, I haven't got I haven't got the images here. But uh, just to describe it, as you walk the selfie, I'm interested in, not oh, the, the art selfie. piece. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, forget about the artwork. Yeah. Uh, so when you walk into it, you 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 see two sort of like circles of light on the wall, and. And also you see a long, long sort of thin table with lots of writing on it, sort of like, but in this, you know, you can't decipher what it means, but it looks like script or sort of writing, but they're marks. Yeah. That was a good yeah. thing. And it creates cast shadows. Quite a cool light in there. Yeah. yeah. It's by by a, an artist called Mike Barrett and it's called Embedded in Time, A Little World Looks Up. Another Barrett. So there were two Barretts on the course. Yes, there was. We Yeah, there was. There was, yeah. Double Barrett. Double Barrett, yeah. Um, so, yes, this Mike Barrett piece is based on the idea of 
what happens if cells could look out into the world. If cells? Cells, yeah. Like, like your own little cells, like, you know, like how we look out into the world. What would cells see if they were looking out into the world? Cells are seeing looking out into the world because we are made of cells. Oh, you've just solved the problem. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but it's really interesting. I, I think we are all of the universe and we are made to sort of like observe it anyway. And I think that's, that's what you're saying is true. That I think yeah. we are cells looking yeah. out, checking out shit. Yeah, it's like if you had to differentiate between what all parts of your body saw in any given on yeah. any given view, it just wouldn't make any sense, would it? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like cells. The cells have eyes. Yeah. Does your like does your insides have a different view of the world to your head? Something seems unlikely to me. It's all like we're all like. I don't know, we're all just living matter, like aren't we? I like that, but it does make you think. It makes you think about the big picture. And it also makes you take a good picture. All right, yeah. The big picture was across the middle of the room, wasn't it? Yeah. So there's a bit, bits like the marks of uh, Paul Clay, really sort of painting you gesturally kind of works. But anyway, I'm interested to see what, what it comes up with in the future because he's only in the first year of it, so it'd be good. I think we should move straight from Mike to Claire because it's the Barrett connection. Are we not doing Claire? Why do you want to talk about Sid Barrett now? I thought it was worth a mention. What, Sid Barrett? Yeah. Well, he was he like a Mad, Mad Hatter's something? He did a album? What was it? Mad, was it called The Mad, Mad Hatter? Madcap Laughs. Madcap Laughs. Yeah. Yeah. Sid Barrett from Pink Floyd. I was shocked to have found out that he got the sack. I thought he left. He didn't get sacked. He got locked in a cupboard. And they went off on tour without him because he was... Uh, he got locked in a cupboard. He, You know, he suffered psychosis. Yeah. So he was quite, I don't know, I guess he was in his 20s. And uh, yeah, he was pretty sick. And so they left him at home and they locked him in a cupboard so he wouldn't come on tour with them. Wow. Because he was being so weird. Oh, my God. I suppose, yeah. Oh. That's not right, is it? No. Mm. But anyway, so on to the next Barrett. Yeah. Claire Barrett. Claire Barrett. Yeah, let's do it. Woo! Now, <laughs> <laughs> um, now, her work's very visual, very, very delicate. It's all about the process. There was one which was a, a round work, and it was created by ink and using bleach. And it, they're very organic looking, aren't they, some of those works? Yeah. It's kind of black and white, isn't it? Yeah, it's brown black and white. white. Yeah, it's yeah. monochrome, yeah. Monochrome, monochrome yeah. yeah. Or sort of grayscale, sort of different, lots of different greys. When I always look at them, I always think they should be in a Victorian parlour. Right, yeah. I don't know why, but I really like them. What's really interesting, this one is called Brain Salad. It's like vegetarian thoughts. Vegetarian thoughts, <laughs> yeah. I can see where it's almost like a sort of visual representation of things that are going on in your brain, multiple thoughts all mixed up and all coming out at once into a piece. But it's a very aesthetically pleasing description of kind of like maybe turmoil that's going on in your brain at the time and expressing it in a in a work yeah so, yeah, yeah nice that. and what makes uh, claire quite uh, interesting is her work is it's really honest and and when you discuss the work it makes you open up as a person as well so 
she's done two other pieces in graphite and just to describe disassociation is it can be like you won't associate with a part of your body so it could be that you you suddenly feel like your arm isn't part yeah. of you and, and it's like um a, a response to trauma of some yes sort, or, yeah, yeah a i mean to, trauma. to describe it i've actually had it myself and i've had an incident happen to me twice in my in my life and one time I got so stressed out by a situation that it was almost like I was inside myself looking out. So if you imagine going inside like a, a, bird, a box that you go to look at birds. Interesting enough, these um, two pieces here are about being disassociated from your body parts, from body parts. So one's called fragile state of mind and the other one's called skin deep now what she's tried to do as an artist and what i think she achieves is she's tried to express what that feels like what it feels like to not to feel feel disconnected from your burping <laughs> you, were saying, you, were, you were disconnected from your that was a, I like was I, that, it was a hiccup I like uh, yeah and you, I like the fact that you had an involuntary body movement there in response oh right yeah yeah did you feel disconnected from your uh, larynx well no it's not your larynx what causes your hiccups I don't know it was this fruit creation squash drink yeah. that I'm having oh no you've been mixing podcast and sugar fresh fruit drinks yeah 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 no added you've been mixing podcasts and no added sugar fruit drinks i told you about that tom yeah it's called diabetic art (laughs) (laughs) Um, diabetic performance art yeah (laughs) i call this piece hiccup (laughs) (laughs) that when you look at these pieces what she's done expressing this feeling of disassociation and they're sort of like twisting and turning sort of abstract shapes. Yeah, they're quite, quite I, I found them quite uh, psychedelic because I was seeing, uh, like this, I've got two images here. The one yeah. on the left here was like an elephant or a rabbit oh, yeah. or a creature. And then it, it was, even though it's not actually that, it kind of, it has a sort of, you know, like sort of a magic eye thing where you see the image appear. Yeah, the, yeah, and the one on the right there was like a woman lying down. It is. I mean, when you look at it, it's like, do you know the Rorschach test, which is a psychological test where people look at shapes and then they see, and they, uh, yeah. they can, and the psychologists will look at them and see what people read into them. And yeah. again, you know, I mean, I was looking and that, I was looking at one of them and I was saying like sort of like a sort of distressed heads in it. I actually would have them on my wall because they're actually not, although you haven't described that kind of thing, that they, as I say, what I find clever is the fact that something that can be quite unpleasant can be described in quite a beautiful way. Sort yeah, they of, look tragically beautiful. beautiful. They're yeah. very peaceful looking yes. as well. Yeah. So it's about disassociation, which is a response to tr- mental trauma, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. it? So it's like, yeah, so it's quite um, an upsetting thing, but it's just made this beautiful art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that looks so pleasing and peaceful, doesn't it? Basically, I've had little time to prepare for this um, 
for this podcast. Preparation for modern art is rubbish. <laughs> Minimal. <laughs> I went round the gallery just to yesterday, just to uh, round round the university yesterday. Round the outside. Around the outside. <laughs> is that Buffalo Girls? Yeah, I don't know. It's Buffalo Girls, isn't it? Going around the outside. Uh, the, so I went there and I thought, I just wanted to get the details and I didn't want to bump into any other artists. I actually deliberately didn't make eye contact with some artists. You love talking to artists. I so do. You'd have to take action to stop uh, yourself talking to the artists. Yeah, I even found myself, there was one artist, I wanted to actually give the name, but it was one I was talking to and I, was, I thought, I even almost tried to be paid off with them before I'd even spoken to them. Oh, what, you mean like someone who potentially could piss you off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. And I talked to them and I was like, oh, no, I'll have to feature them, I'll have to feature them. And it was like really bad. You were, you were thinking that because you liked the art? Yeah, and I was, I was trying to find ways of not liking the art. So... This next artist, sorry, we're going to ask. I'm upset that we haven't got the artist's name if we're talking about their work. No, I, I'm, we are not talking I'm about their work. I'm disassociating myself from the podcast. <laughs> 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 you well. Basically, I walked into this next room for the next artist that we, you know, we're, we're having to talk about, and I was in a very, I was in a, I was a tough. I was going, I walked in there, I was thinking, I do not want to like your work. I actually walked in with quite a negative view. It was like, I, in my head, when I walked in to meet this next artist, whose name is Verity Baird, I was, I was thinking, I challenge you to make me like your art in my head. Now, there's a, there's a word for that that is related to biscuits. Tough cookie. Tough cookie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just to describe a work, it looks like there's the walls have been painted white and then the works the, the paint's dried and it's been stripped off and then the paint's been dried again and then been stripped off. So you've got like vertical strips of paint all across the wall. So it's a very sort of expressive kind of painterly wall. At first you look at that and you, I mean, someone who, who doesn't sort of like study art, we might think, oh, it's just like painting strips, but it's a really interesting process. It's all about the paint. Basically, when I started talking to her, you remember I've got my inner critic going on there. I was thinking, she first said, oh, she's in her first year of her MA, and I thought, oh, good. That means that I can get out of this one. And then gradually she talked about her work. She talked about, you know, she told me the names, and one of the names was Skin Deep. And, of course, I'm looking at this work, and it's all about stripped, sort of pull, peeling away back the layers. I thought, yeah. oh, no, that's kind of... That's kind of interesting. That's quite, that's quite interesting. And I'm yeah. not happy about that. I'm not yeah. happy about it. My interest has been peaked already by that. And then I looked at this other work on the wall, which was a big round circle of paint, you know, as sort of like in motion. It looked like a bit like a cloud, a bit like that Elitsky painting. And it was called Fragile State of Minds. And I thought, oh, no, it's another, it's another interesting psychological sort of, uh, another interesting painting. It's about the psyche. Yeah. I thought, oh, no. Your tough cookie's gone. Suddenly you've gone custard cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I thought, oh, no. I thought, oh, no. And then 
I looked on the floor, those bits of paint, sort of like the way you stack a house of cards. And then when I spoke to the artist, she explained that, you know, that as she was someone who feels the, feels sometimes the need to control her external environment, so this is almost like, that art is almost like challenging it, the fact that it's kind of like stripping paint, it's disorderly. And I thought, oh no. Do you know what my first thought was? I thought this is too good not to be included. Great. Oh, well, well done, Verity Baird. <laughs> that is it for our MA review of the before our holidays. You're looking like MIA while you're saying that to me. MIA? Who's MIA? Um, a pop artist. Yeah. Oh, cool. If you if you want to get in contact with us, we've you head over to our website and there's all the links to our Facebook, our Instagram, and our Twitter. I'm on Twitter. We're on Twitter and Facebook most, aren't we, at the moment? Yeah, and subscribe to us on iTunes. And yeah, and our, your chosen podcast. Make sure you follow us. And the show does cost a little bit, so if you head over to our Patreon account. Um, Donations are always gratefully received. Patreon.com forward slash modern art is rubbish. As you drift off, you realise that no other podcast can inform and entertain you in the way that modern art is rubbish can. And in the morning, you will feel the urge to support the podcast. Perhaps you will dream of sharing this episode and others on your favourite social media platform. Marcus, we've got to do goodbyes. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Bye. Bye.